Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loris College. In this episode, Loris student Samantha Watts talks about her journey to the college and her involvement in breathing new life into the Black Student Union. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to welcome my guest, Samantha Watts. Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Hi, thank you. I'm so glad you could join, take some time out, like you don't have anything going on right now. So kind of join me in the studio and just talk about you and the Black Student Union. Yeah, for sure. So let's start with your journey to Loris College. So you're from Colorado. What brought you to Loris in Dubuque, Iowa? Um, so my mom is from Iowa, so we moved here right before um, high school. Initially, I was going to go to Iowa State, which is a bigger state college, and I decided after visiting Loris that I fell in love completely with the campus, and so I ended up here. Good. So, so you get here, and what's what's the experience when you walk in? So you know what you you know what you're looking for. You get here. And what's your first impression when you get here as a student? Um, you know, walking in, I was trying to find, I guess, the Black Student Union here, and it was <laughs> not here. So, um, you know, that was a little disappointing, but instead of just, like, not having it, I decided to start it back up again, I guess, and that's what happened. Okay, so what was, what was that process like, then getting the Black I mean, what, what, uh, what steps did you have to take to, to make that work? You know, it was quite the process, Um, you know, starting something up that hasn't been around for a long time. um, It was hard, for sure, but it was definitely worth it. I mean, I don't know. There was a lot of steps as far as, like, getting membership, and then, okay, once I have the membership, I need to create, like, an executive board. So what does that look like? Um, And then just, like, planning different things that people would be interested in and also creating a safe space for students of color on campus. Did you have to kind of feel like you need to reach out to other students first to say, hey, is this something, like, this isn't happening right here. It's kind of pretty dormant. Is is there a reason why, or is it just nobody's taking the initiative? Yeah, so um, I shouldn't say that there wasn't one before. It just wasn't at the level that it needed to be. Mm-hmm. So it kind of started, and then people got busy, so then it just stopped. Um, so it wasn't like there wasn't an interest. It was just like, someone needed to really kind of (laughs) give a good push and really try and start it back up. Needed somebody motivated to behind it to really get going and they were just waiting for you to show up. For sure. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so so you got it up and going Mm -hmm. and it's actually going extremely well right now. It's very strong. So what's for somebody who's kind of outside looking in, what's what do you do with the through the Black Student Union? Um I think this year with COVID, it's not going to be so many like events that we're putting on, um, but typically we would do like a Black Excellence Night. So last year we recognized um, student athletes, like Black student athletes, um, and then we would do like little kickbacks to kind of like just bring in the community and create these spaces on campus here that you know allow for Black students to feel like they can be themselves. Um, this year is going to look different though, just with COVID, we can't do any events, but we are going to do a lot of activism. So just get, 
getting out into the community and making sure that we're taking care of the people on Lawyer's Campus as well as like off Lawyer's Campus. Okay, just really spreading awareness and yeah, kind of for yeah, sure. yeah, getting the word out and kind of connecting the community mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, I think okay. it's really important because there's, I mean, as a lawyer student, yeah, it's important to focus like on Lawyer's Campus, but like we also leave the like campus to mm-hmm. do whatever, like grocery shopping, and so just making sure like you know the community, you know, feels a little bit safer as mm-hmm. a black individual here in Dubuque. So. Sure, and then in terms of the campus, obviously, yeah, you know, you're not going to do events, but they're still still kind of getting together in, in ways mm-hmm. that you guys are kind of supporting each other and just kind of, I mean, there's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. there's no getting around oh, yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, definitely. I think this year, as far as, like, on-campus stuff, um, I think I'm going to try and cater more to, like, meeting the students' needs, especially during, like, hard times with COVID. Um, one thing that I'm definitely looking forward to this year is hair products um being um a person with textured hair hair products for us are extremely expensive so i think one of the things that i'm really going to push for this year is like creating a closet for those hair products um and have like money donated so that way like we can basically just give hair products away um just to kind of like help with like you know if there's any financial burdens from Mm -hmm. covid or in case you run out of product and you just need it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's something that, you know, a lot of the students don't realize, like, this, these are things that are important. These are things that yeah. matter, <laughs> that they don't have to think about on a daily basis oh, or just, sure. yeah, in general, it's like, oh, it's not on their radar. But, mm-hmm. you know, plenty of students do have that, but, oh, yeah. you know, they don't know where to reach out to. For sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, something as simple as a bottle of Cantu can go a long way for <laughs> someone. And so, yeah. Good. So... In addition, so the events, you have all these things. I mean, how much of it is just, how much of the, the, the BSU is really just kind of hanging out and just kind of being able to spend time together and just kind of have that kind of be yourself? Yeah. Um, you know, we all kind of, like, hang out. I mean, there's times where we hang out together. So, like, last year we would have whole meetings and just, like, literally it was, like, pizza music, just us talking about whatever was happening on campus or, like, you know, athletics or literally anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we haven't really done that just because I'm trying to find spaces that fit with the CDC. <laughs> um, but no, there's a lot of times where it's not just events and it's just literally us talking about what we need to talk about and having conversations that we wouldn't necessarily have with our white peers. Right. So. Right. So with all the events and things over the past couple of years since mm-hmm. since the BSU's been up back up and going what's what kind of response have you seen from the campus from mm-hmm. you know the black students in and of themselves but also the wider campus community yeah um, so <laughs> the black students um, on campus were definitely excited um, to see it back with the white side of campus it was something that you know we struggled to get their involvement just because they kind of had this mentality of um, I'm not black so I can't be a part of this and that's not the case at all. Um, we honestly accept anybody. <laughs> um, so that's something that you know we're still struggling with is like creating this mentality that it's not like just for black students. Yes it's you know geared towards black students doesn't mean that it's just for. Um, but no um, this year especially, I think there's a lot more black students ex- uh, with the first years and stuff, too. Okay. Um, the involvement is, I mean, just with Campus Fest alone, it was crazy to see. Yeah. So. 
So uh, but part of that comes in, to, that's where the awareness comes in, at least yeah. for the campus. It's, you know, getting the, the newer students mm-hmm. or the people who haven't been involved otherwise, but also kind of stressing that, this, you know, anybody, you know, if you have a BSU event, mm-hmm. everybody is welcome and everybody's encouraged to come and really experience oh, yeah. it. For sure. I mean, just like anything, like CAB isn't just for CAB and LULAC isn't just for LULAC. And mm-hmm. We're really just open to everybody. Yeah, so for the events, uh, there's like I said, there's not a whole lot going right now, mm-hmm. but I know the, the, there is a, some stuff scheduled for this month already. Yeah. So um, we're we're recording this on uh, September fourth. Mm-hmm. So um, the following week, so there's a week coming up. It's it's a Black Lives Matter week. It's focused on, you know, basically social justice mm-hmm. and really kind of awareness yeah. what's what's going on for that week what's what's planned for that or is it still in the work in progress still in the work in progress yeah. I can tell you that we are going to have something similar to like a campus fest where there's going to be different tables um, just kind of bringing awareness to different things so like for Black Student Union we have like three tables I think and it's um, mass incarceration um, what it's like to be black on campus and oh there's one other one I can't remember that's <laughs> But no, there's going to be different tables, and I'm not sure if the Black Lives Matter people are coming in or how mm-hmm. that's looking. Um, but yeah, we have that, and I think there's a poet coming in. Yes, I believe it's, uh, is that Lacey that's coming yeah, in? Yeah, Kyla Lacey. Lacey Kyla, yeah. Phenomenal. Absolutely love her work, so yeah, very and excited. I, and I believe that's, the t- is that a two-day event when she's going to do mm-hmm. a, a workshop, a virtual workshop on yeah. poetry? And that's the 18th, mm-hmm. and then the next night is going to be a, is that a slam poetry event? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How is the slam poetry event going to work? What's, who can, how can they attend or take part? Um, I'm pretty sure we're doing it um, on the back patio by the pub, okay. that new area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's honestly open to anybody. If you have any type of poetry you want to share, I know she'll probably share some, and then it's just kind of, you just share your poetry and yeah. share your work. Okay. So. And again, that's open to everybody. So yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone, everyone should be there. <laughs> okay. So beyond that, is there anything else as of right now that you guys have planned, or we're still trying to trying to work out some details? Yeah, um, I'm definitely um, trying to plan a protest for off campus mm-hmm. um, in regards to like the city of Dubuque and the removal of the cameras in the downtown area. Um, so that's definitely in the works. Um, and then. I just found out that I got plaques for um, the Lynch-McCarthy apartments, explaining the name behind that, because that was a huge issue for some of the black students on campus with the name Lynch. Sure. Um, So we just got those plaques approved, and they should be coming up soon. Um, But yeah. So we're okay. gonna some other stuff. As okay, well. and then obviously the activism, and and, yeah. I, and and we will share out that uh, you guys actually had an event. Well, I wouldn't even say event. You participated in an event mm-hmm. this earlier this week with uh, yeah. within the city of Dubuque, where the the BSU, also LULAC, and other organizations mm-hmm. got together and joined a city protest. Yeah. Or city, I shouldn't say protest, city demonstration. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of looking at social injustice and. Yeah. So how what was that like? What was that experience for you? Um, You know, I think it's always really powerful. I mean, I always walk in with these, like, this mindset of, like, you know, I'm not going to cry today when I do this type of stuff. And I always end up crying, like, (laughs) majority of the time just because it's such an overwhelming experience, you know. Um, You know, sometimes I forget, like, I'm a black woman in a space and then, you know, (laughs) I participate in these things and it's very real. It's, like, very emotional Mm -hmm. and, 
yeah, it was so, so cool to see, like, you know, even though UD is like a rival school, just like coming together and taking this on, mm -hmm. like, together. And so it was definitely extremely powerful and nice to see, like, all different types of people there. It's not just, like, black students or, you know, you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it was really, really powerful and really cool to see. Good. So is there anything else? I know you have, you have see organizing some other protests, mm -hmm. but is there anything um, campus-focused that you're looking at in terms of awareness and, yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot more behind the scenes. I don't know if we're going to do a demonstration or not. Um, I'm going to give the freedom of my executive board to help decide that. Um, but I think we're really going to try and push for some departments to try and hire or look for some faculty of color and really push for that because I think that's something that's so important that Loris is lacking and mm -hmm. so hopefully we'll see that soon. Yeah. yeah and then so looking forward then beyond this very weird year in the middle mm -hmm. of a pandemic so what what is your so you're gonna you know you still uh, this is your junior year you've got another year here so you're still got at least another you know basically two years of the BSU in front of you yeah. where are you hoping to see the BSU go over the next two years? <laughs> you know the op options are endless um i would really like to see you know more involvement with just the campus but you know doing more than just like events and you know all the fun stuff i really want to like you know leave some changes like you know for when i leave that like you know will benefit like the students coming in even after i'm here and mm -hmm. like even students after that like just making sure that like we're heading in a right direction, I mm -hmm. guess. Um, so, I don't know. Kind of try and find students who are as motivated as you to keep it going. Oh, for sure. Because I know it's, you know, in the, the history of Loris, the BSU has had peaks and valleys, some, like, very, very yeah. intense um, moments where it's been very important and mm -hmm. been very, very critical to students, and then, obviously, periods when you arrive, and it's not as active. So. Yeah. I think... I don't know. I think it's going to take the right person to, with the right motivation to kind of take this on and mm -hmm. with the right love it will definitely flourish even after I'm gone. Mm -hmm. um, even if, you know, it's not active for a year or so, there will definitely be someone who will come in with maybe even more of a love for it than mm -hmm. I have. And so I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah, good. So outside of the BSU, mm -hmm. you're what else are you up to on campus? Cause it's not like you're, you're just um, like hanging out, just like planning yeah, events and then no. we're good. Um, I'm a peer advisor. So I work with the first year students as well on campus. Um, and I'm also double majoring in English and psychology. Nice. So I'm definitely very busy, but I love every minute of it. Um, <laughs> would not change anything. So yeah. Yeah. So what are you, what's your plan upon graduation? You, is there a plan yet? Are you like, well, I'm kind of looking, looking towards this. Um, definitely going to grad school um, and pursuing a career later in clinical psychology. I think it's really important, um, especially being like a woman of color, to be able to help people in their like mental health mm -hmm. that look like me, because there's not a lot that, <laughs> there are not a lot of therapists that look like me, let's be serious <laughs> here. Um, so I think it's really important to, to be in a field where I can help someone and connect to them in ways that others couldn't. Yeah. Well, so then 
we're going to take a little step back <laughs> along that path then, kind of like this past year mm-hmm. has been crazy. Yeah. I mean, so we hit mid-March and everybody has to leave campus. So mm-hmm. everything's changed. What was that transition for you like as a student? Like, I mean, you're you're deeply involved in campus yeah. and suddenly you're not here anymore. What was that like? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got that email as I was coming home and I was like, well, I was just at home and I don't want to be at home. <laughs> so like it was it was kind of sad. Um, you know, it was extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love being on campus. I love being around my family or my friends. I mean, I consider them my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love the advisors I have. I love literally my students. Like, it was really hard for me to like pack everything up in a week and say, okay, well, I'll see you like virtually. Um, but no, it was definitely really hard. Okay. Yeah, and I, I know in past years you've been involved with the, the lower sports camp, mm-hmm. all sports camp, and all sports camp. There wasn't, it oh, was, that was unfortunately canceled. Yeah. I got that phone call <laughs> and I was just heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love doing sports camp so mm-hmm. much and I really hope it's on for next year. So. We'll knock on wood that, yeah, that, yeah. that happens. So <laughs> <I> then, <hope. laughs> on the flip side, then, yeah. campus reopens, mm-hmm. the new year starts. What was that experience like to actually be able to step back on campus? And, oh my um, well, my mom gets annoyed with me that I talk about being on campus so much. <laughs> she was definitely a little frustrated that I was like, well, you know, I have about two weeks until I leave. Um, but no, you know, it was, it was really nice. Um, I missed it so much. Mm-hmm. And so being back on campus was amazing. Not that I don't love being at home, but, you know, five months at home was <laughs> a lot after being here. So, um, yeah, no, it was just, it was a lot. It felt amazing yeah. to be back. Well, it's hard to be, as, like I said, as involved as you are and yeah. you know, so connected with people, and then it's just really taken away. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, hard to, to transition, but then to be able to get sure. it back is, is no small thing. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was... I looked at it like, you know, the five months that <laughs> I wasn't focusing on, like, you know, planning stuff. It was really hard for me because I'm like, how? what am I supposed to do with all this extra time? <laughs> like, So it was nice to come back and, like, you know, have it all figured. Yeah. <laughs> just get back right right back into yeah, it yeah feel somewhat normal yeah so, good yeah all right well sam thank you so much for sitting in and chatting with me and sharing your sharing your experiences especially within the last year and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and things moving you. forward I want to give a quick thank you to our producer, Trent Hanselman, and thank you to everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts as well as Loris news and features, be sure to visit the Loris Daily at daily.loris.edu. You can also find more podcast episodes on iTunes and Spotify, so check them out. We hope you'll join us next time for another Dewhawk Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other, and go Dewhawks. Hawks.